This is Ed Van Ness. And I'm John Shannon. You found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. You can catch us live every Saturday at 10 a.m. by downloading the Radio TFI app. Enjoy the show. Adios. See ya. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. On Radio TFI. It's Saturday, February 1st of 2020, and you are listening to the Taxi Stand Hour right here on Radio TFI, as well as SoundCloud, as well as Google Podcasts. We're just all over the place. What's the, what's the tree tall and whatever there? used to be an old CB term called you were loud and proud, basically. Bye bye, here we baby. are. Five by five, blowing the doors off. <laughs> Break a one eye. Oh. This here's a robber duck. <laughs> ah, welcome aboard uh, from Egan, Minnesota at the Northern Command Studios. I'm John Shannon. And out there once again in the Radio TFI, the palatial Radio TFI headquarters. And God knows what floor he's on today, Mr. Ed Van Ness. Good morning, sir. Good morning, kids and kittens. How is everybody, John? To answer your question, after the events of yesterday, we are in uh, we we are in the basement bunker, the secured bunker. Uh, I, I, Good it's, Lord, it's classified how many floors down we are. I'm I'm afraid mm. I can't I can't divulge that information. But yes, kids and kittens. Uh, uh, good morning. We'll we'll talk about it more in detail. But January thirty first, two thousand twenty, the day the U.S. Senate died. Yeah, pretty much. Somebody somebody it's, went. It's somebody went on the Wikipedia page for the U.S. Senate yesterday and put that in. And on January thirty first, twenty twenty, the U.S. Senate died. <laughs> more consequential than the day the music died unfortunately <laughs> well well you know as i've said before i said this years ago and i'll start saying it again all i can hope for at this point is a, is a bunk with a window view when i get sent to king trump's re-education centers oh I, this is this is crazy you know i i tell you ed you've you've watched and paid a lot more attention to these proceedings than I have. Um, uh, it was so funny. We've been watching a lot more Jeopardy these days, and you should have seen Granny Annie throw an absolute fit when about halfway through the recorded show, here comes the uh, here comes the vote, and she was just pissed that they were interrupting Jeopardy. <laughs> she didn't really pay a whole lot of attention to what they were even voting on, to be honest with you. But uh, that—that was for Granny Annie. Yeah. Well, she's got she got it on permanent uh, DVR, so there will be plenty of there will be plenty of Jeopardy to be played and watched, if you will. 
So, oh well, why don't we why don't we do what they they pay us to do here, which uh, is uh, uh, crap on Uber for a couple minutes before we get into the things that are really uh, very good ticking us off here today. Very good. So, and, and let's start off with with the stock prices, which I was shocked this morning when I looked this up. Uber has picked up six dollars and twelve cents since last Friday. They're up to thirty six dollars and twenty nine cents. Yeah, I had to double check it. I had to double check it. John's head is spinning right now, and and Lyft is up another uh, buck and a half from last week. They're at forty seven forty eight. They're they're lower than two weeks ago. Uh, they took a dip last week, and now they're they're, they're inching their way back up. So, uh, again, keep spending your money, suckers. Uh, now, John, I imagine you've got all the Uber goodies for us this week because I've been locked down here in the bunker uh, taking notes on the proceedings in D.C., so we'll, we'll let you fight. Uh, well, there's a couple of headlines here. Um uh, one of them, it, it's amazing too, with with the market looking the way it is. Uh, a New York Times story or story or story earlier uh, earlier this week here uh, states that Lyft plans job cuts as part part of restructuring. Uh, now you would think that a a company that is actually starting to rebound a little bit on its stock prices wouldn't be feeling the need to uh, restructure. Of course, what do I know about the market? But uh, but still. And I guess uh, Uber and DoorDash supposedly uh, held talks to uh, merge last year. Well, that all kind of uh, failed, if you will. That was from CNBC that uh, reported that. So they still aren't on what I would call necessary, necessarily on stable ground, uh, if you will. Um, there was another. Uh, there was another story in the uh, San Francisco Chronicle that um, Uber is going through the same thing. I should say, passengers, Uber's fateful, are going through the same thing that a lot of. Uh, uh, a lot of the uh, cabs in the day went through, and that's how to take care of uh, in uh, take care of neighborhoods that are in pr- predominantly uh, black uh, in uh, black neighborhoods. Excuse me. Um, you mean black neighborhoods or having, lower, lower income areas? Well, the story specifically says black. It, the okay. story is: okay. Does Uber care about its black passengers? <laughs> I mean, that gets pretty right to the point on that. You know? Yeah, 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 I'd say it would. There was no dilly-dallying on that one. <laughs> yeah, there, there was no tap dancing uh, there. Uh, you know, and I, I, don't, uh, I don't understand. Now, uh, I don't know what it's like in other cities with Uber and Lyft, and I know that there have been um, uh, rideshare, i got to hate using that word, uh, TNC drivers who call, have been uh, call robbed. It, call it ride, ride hail. Ride hail. They can go to hail for all I care. Well, but uh, but uh, we don't have 
we don't have the problems in in this area where you're you're seeing uh, Uber drivers getting um, accosted, robbed, whatever the uh, whatever you might say in an you know that they, they just don't seem to have that particular issue uh, in this area. I've heard in other I've heard in other cities where the you know where Uber drivers are are getting robbed now. Okay, maybe a cell phone. Uh, I could I could see that maybe taking the car, hire um, carjacking them. But if they're smart, they're not carrying any cash to speak of. No. You know, I w- I wouldn't be uh, my credit card, my wallet, any kind of a wallet. You know, I would be keeping that well hidden, like you know. But you wouldn't think that an Uber driver would have the have the need to carry around a lot of cash because God knows they're not accumulating it from tips or anything. So no, John. By the way, did the maintenance staff at at your campus not get the uh, the memo about uh, using the vacuum during the shows? <laughs> and and they, yeah, and they basically said, "Screw you! I got a job to do." <laughs> okay, all right. That was the response. That was the response to that memo. Yeah, okay. All right, we will hey, power listen, we, we'll power through. We powered through worse than this. Yes, we have. Yeah, this is this is a minor drop in the bucket mm, for Christ's sake. Oh, nothing. <laughs> what are you what do you got granola there? Don't worry about it. So <laughs> The one before story we, before we Oh, go, go ahead, ahead, go ahead. Go no, ahead. the one story that and again, I, I've been sidetracked on other things. I didn't realize that uh, British Columbia, that Canadian province on the West Coast, has approved uh, ride hailing out there. But Just now, yeah. Just now, I know, but somehow we missed it. Or I missed it anyway. I, I know we haven't talked about it. Uh, but there is a, a suburb of Vancouver, Surrey, where the mayor said, nope, <laughs> nope, not going to happen. Uh, not in my town, even though the regulation that went into place says uh, that no no individual municipality can, can, can deny uh, them the ability to operate. But the mayor says, nope, 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 not in my town, not in my town. I'm going to, I'm going to protect. Some a politician with a spine, a, right? Yeah, that's exactly where I was going with that. Yep, and he's Canadian, so. Well, that's that. Oh, I'm beginning to like Canada more and more each day. Oh, and a brief a brief sidetrack. Uh, uh, congratulations to our favorite Canadians. Yes. For. Uh, Beck Taxi was recognized by the uh, uh, the local newspaper. There is uh, what, what was it they got the the star of something. They I, I'm sorry, I apologize. This is a good thing, and I don't have it in front of me to actually reference it. Uh, but to uh, Christine and and all the Reader, folks. Good. Reader's Choice uh, Award. There you go. So this was this is was the readers of. The uh, Toronto, I think it's Toronto Star, is it, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah, Toronto Star Reader's Choice Award winner. Now, uh, as I'm not mistaken, the Toronto Star is the 
is the uh, major paper uh, in Toronto. We're not talking about some uh, some rag that um, is barely gets barely gives away twenty copies. This is the main paper. Is as, as uh, this was the readers of this paper who. Uh, uh, Chose. I'm assuming that this is going to be for uh, best uh, best taxi company, and that, that goes without saying. There, I mean, not only not only from the service that they provide there, but also for taking the lead in actually trying to protect the taxi industry in um, in Toronto, and they really are an example for other cities when it comes to uh, for those who actually care to do something about this infestation of uh, TNCs so hey you know we would be a little uh, what's the word I'm looking for here maybe a little amiss Remus if we um, Remus Remus wrong Remus <laughs> oh my god Remus uh, if we if we didn't mention if we didn't mention the passing of uh, Kobe Bryant, oh yes, last uh, last week, um, it's a bit. I didn't realize how much this this man was adored by the public. I guess maybe it's it's one of those cases you really don't know how much you're going to miss somebody until they're gone. And um, Last night in uh, in uh, Los Angeles, the Lakers actually—I think they played their first game uh, since this actual since the uh, tragic uh, uh, death of Kobe Bryant. He uh, they were scheduled. Uh, day, they were scheduled to play Tuesday night against the LA Clippers. Coincidentally, uh, at the Forum, I don't know who was scheduled to be the home team. That game was uh, postponed. The Clippers right. played I- Wednesday night. And did their own thing, and uh, then the Lakers played uh, last night, and of course did. Did the Lakers wind up playing the Clippers last night? Then no, again, no, the no, making no, up that. No, they're going to make that up sometime sometime down the line. Uh, I was I wasn't sure what they were talking about. I was seeing tweets about uh, about this, and at at first I wasn't sure because they were talking about they were they played a song that I guess was a real tearjerker. And I don't remember what the heck that song was, but it was a very emotional tribute nonetheless. Um, apparently what happened, uh, uh, they started, or they did this tribute like a, a half an hour before tip-off. And uh, the uh, Los Angeles uh, Lakers, probably and Clippers fans who are, notoriously late in arriving for games i guess were there and in their seats and ready for the tribute to begin right on time i mean they were, mm. they were just like ready for this and i got to admit you know i'm not i guess if you could talk about the big four sports um i think basketball is probably number 3 on my list so I, I can't honestly say I followed Kobe Bryant's career. Um, I think he's probably one of these guys who parlayed his success as a basketball player into into other forms of life and try in and inspiring other people, inspiring children. I mean, uh, uh, 
quite the father figure as I as I understand it. And uh, you know, geez, you, you, you then you when you say that you think about you know his his daughter that perished, uh, another individual and his daughter uh, also perished in that helicopter crash. It, it is. It's really sad. Uh, but I can only imagine how people, you know, obviously his family, but then people who also uh, played uh, played ball with uh, Kobe. If you think about uh, Shaq, you know, he uh, he was pretty emotional in his tribute as well. And yeah, it was it was. Uh, it's one of those moments, at least for me, where I'll always, you know, I'll always remember where I was or what was going on. Of course, this happened just before the the Pro Bowl started. Right, last and, week. And and I was just happened to be peeking in my peeking at my Twitter feed, and it was all of a sudden the Twitter, the, the the tweets and the responses from this. Uh, it literally bogged Twitter down. There was a time where I, you were unable to access anything on Twitter it was just it blew up literally blew up so uh, my my feelings my thoughts are with the uh, the fa- uh, Kobe's family his friends his uh, teammates former teammates anybody who was um, lucky enough to have this uh, man in their lives and uh, obviously they're better for it so tapping out and and let's not forget the uh besides kobe and his daughter there were seven other people on that aircraft right uh the the other young lady you're referring to actually both her parents were on that helicopter uh so i i get yes tragic like you i'm not a big basketball fan obviously i'm aware of who kobe Bryant is uh it's been interesting to watch this past week uh a lot of video coming out of him just being an okay guy. He built that sports mm-hmm. complex, uh, the the Mamba sports complex, and you know, look, he had a little. Uh, he had another incident some years ago. We won't go into that a court court case. Uh, we won't go into that for the moment because I really don't, I I don't know enough about it. Uh, but no matter what, uh, no matter what, it, it's it's a tragedy to. Uh, to see these nine people uh, be snuffed out over, you know, you you can only hope that. Well, a, a, as many people have said, we with the at least with the two young girls, they were there with their parents, so they had. At the end, uh, if you had to go, that was the way to do it. Right, the one young lady was with both of her parents. Uh, that Gigi was with her father, and you know, let's. Yeah. Let, let's hope, well, it, it, it's a sad, sad thing to happen. And I agree with you, and we'll just, we'll just kind of leave it at that. Many, many others have uh, paid much more moving tributes. Uh, exactly. And We're just a couple of schmoes that have a, a tiny piece of the internet. That, that, uh, that's right. So, anyway, but, let's go back to... All right, the, well... What do you what do you say we start uh, we start on the meat and potatoes here? Oh oh, are we done with the Uber stuff? We're gonna we're gonna give some extra time. Yeah. Uh, 
<sighs> yeah, yeah. Well, democracy died yesterday. Uh, I plan on attending the funeral. Uh, as I've said before, and I'll say it again, I I, I just hope I get a, a, a bunk with a window view near a window when I'm put in the re-education camps. Uh, if anybody that believes this is he's done, that he somehow learned a lesson because he got caught with his hand too close to the fire, you clearly have not been paying attention. No. This is going to be uh, an outlandish nine months, or till next January, actually. Uh, we've got almost the full year of this, till next uh, January 20th. And uh, no matter what happens in November, we got to put up with his nonsense uh, until then. And, and a, a mantra you will hear from me between now and November 3rd, vote. I don't care who you vote for. Well, I do care. But at the very least, go out and vote. No matter who it is. If you feel you're going to take a stand one way or the other, go out and vote. I don't want to hear you running your mouth. And then you go, oh, well, I don't want to vote. You don't like what's going on? You need to be out there and vote. And by the way, Bernie people, if Bernie's not the candidate, you need to get over yourselves this time. Okay. Exactly. I'm not saying I'm not knocking Bernie. I'm not endorsing anybody now. I'm not. You'll never hear me publicly endorse anybody, but, uh, but it, there's a fight to be won here, and and the numbers are out there to do it. And you've got nine months, nine months. So, where do we begin, John? Where do we begin? Oh, I, I, things are quiet in my uh, in my new line of work now. So mm-hmm. I I haven't been to work uh, in a while. So I'm home all. I, I've I've had the opportunity to to watch all this, and it is very frustrating to watch both sides pound their chest. And again, I, I I feel this bears repeating, at least for me. Uh, I'm horribly upset when anybody votes down party lines. I don't care which side you're on or what the issue is. Don't vote because of the color shirt you're wearing. Vote your conscience. Vote what your con- constituents want you to vote. Because I know for a fact there's at least one Democrat out there who would have voted the other way yesterday. Wanted to vote the other way. Well, damn it, you should have. The fact that we have somebody like Mitch McConnell, who flat out said, oh, I'm working hand in hand with the uh, uh, with the president on this one. If you get arrested and you go to a jury trial, John, do you think they're going to let you work hand in hand with the jury? No, absolutely not. Exactly. And, and look, you got a, you got a lot of cowardly, cowardly Republicans out there. What what it is that Trump holds over them, I, I don't know. I really do not know. I, I find it hard to believe that it's just the misogyny, that they're all uh, race-baiting haters, woman haters. Uh, I find that hard to believe. 
Clearly, it is party over country, which means you should not be in the Senate, period. You're not serving the people. You're serving your own well-being. This is what, what Trump was accused of. All these Republicans have, are guilty of that now. It's not about what's right for the country. It's what's right for me. If you watched Alan Dershowitz the other night with his, uh, uh, you know, if I think what I'm doing, if the president thinks what he's doing is good in the public interest, then it can't be bad. I watched that and I really wish I had a brick to throw at my TV. Mm. I mean, this is just lunacy. This is lunacy. What What's gone on here? Uh, everybody's got a different opinion and that's all fine and well. That's what this country is about. But again, I, I, I just, I, I'm just, oh God, I, I can't, I can't believe, I just can't believe that it's gone on this far and for this long. This is three years now that we're putting up with this nonsense. Three years. And the fact that, that the, uh, uh, the president's counsel during the hearing kept referring to the, uh, how this, this impeachment trial was looking to overturn both the two hundred the two thousand sixteen election and the twenty twenty upcoming election. It, it was doing nothing of the sort. I mean, you get a traffic ticket before your driver's license expires. It doesn't necessarily mean they're saying you didn't deserve a license at the time. And by the way, as far as this is, you know. Uh, they also talked about, well, there's there's an election coming up in November and the people can decide then. Well, I got news for you. The people decided in 2016. However, the rules said the majority of the people would just have to sit back and, and suck it. Yeah, yeah. All right? And while, I, I just... and while people weren't happy about it, they live with it. Go ahead, John. I, I just, I don't understand. And, and I... There's been nobody that's been able to explain it to me why, when it comes to a presidential election, why we even go and do this whole electoral college. Are we, aren't, we, aren't, we, aren't we voting as a nation, as a united? I mean, it isn't done in, with any other... No. Uh, in any other, any other local election, any other... Nope. Uh, na- you know, national election, Senate, senators, uh, no, representatives. No, that, that's that's that, not how they're elected. There's only there's only one national election, and that's for president. Uh-huh. There are no other national yeah. elections. Senators are statewide elections. Yeah, like, and you're and you're right. This is a system that made sense back in the 17 and 1800s, even the early 1900s. I'm not sure why even then, to tell you the truth. Because of communication delays and, you know, we didn't have the internet. We didn't have telephones. We, you know, it was Pony Express, mm-hmm. although that only lasted a couple of years. You know, uh, even with the telegraph. So, so it made sense back in the day. It makes no sense now. When you look at it, there are nine, uh, what, what was it they were saying yesterday? Nine senators represent uh, over 50% of the population of this country. Or 10 senators, whatever the case may be. Uh, 
because every state, regardless of its population, I heard a good, uh, somebody put it very well yesterday. Uh, it's geography. The Senate is based on geography. Every state gets two, whether you're Rhode Island mm-hmm. or California. So the, the 12 people that live in Rhode Island have the same exact repre- representation as the, uh, what is it, 40 million in California or whatever it is. Granted, mm-hmm. you can say that's the House of Representatives. That's, uh, you know, that's more representative. But again, going back to the Electoral College, it, it's, it, it's, it's obsolete. It's obsolete. It should be done away with. And this is two elections in recent memory, in living memory, that have been uh, overturned. Uh, we, w. Bush and Donald Trump. That is that is correct, and and I don't care mm-hmm. that they're look. But Trump is a Republican as much as my chair is. We know that, and the Republicans know that. But again, watching all this and watching. I, I've got a lot in my head. Just last night, new stuff came out. Uh, apparently, Bolton, in his book, is going to be stating, and nobody's actually read it, but the people in the room, one of them was the uh, White House counsel, Pat Cipriano, Cipriano, who, by the way, is not Trump's lawyer. He's the lawyer for the office of the presidency. Office of the president. Uh, he had no business being there, to be quite honest with you. And now it looks like he was in the room when it all happened. There, forget what the House Democrats said, Schiff and all. Just put that all aside. You look at how much lying came out from the GOP side. Uh, and they just tripped all over themselves. Remember, remember, we went from there was no quid pro quo to... Yeah, he did it. So what? Yeah. And that's that's exactly where we are right now. Eh. Oh, wasn't all that bad. Wasn't all that bad. How bad could it have been? They got the money. They got the money. Uh, you know what? And, and now it's going to happen again. Look, Trump, Trump doesn't care about anybody's rules and laws as it is. Anyway. No. So now, he said it himself. Yeah, he don't care. He said it himself. He could go out on, on Fifth Avenue and and shoot somebody and pay. Not, he'd be fine. Nobody be, not lose a voter. No, not at all. Not lose a voter. I want to. I want to play something a, a little quick. It's been heard before, but it's always worth playing. This is Lindsey Graham from 2016 when he was still a presidential candidate. Amused and amused and annoyed. And what is your reaction to hearing what Donald Trump says? I disgusted. Well, I'm going to talk to the Trump supporters for a minute. I don't know who you are, and I don't know why you like this guy. I think what you like about him, he appears to be strong when the rest of us are weak. He's a very successful businessman, and he's going to make everything great. He's going to take all the problems of the world and put them in a box and make your life better. That's what he's selling. Here's what you're buying. He's a race-baiting, xenophobic, religious bigot. He doesn't represent my party. He doesn't represent the values that the men and women who wear the uniform are fighting for. I've been in the Air Force for 33 years. I retired this June. He's the ISIL man of the year, by the way. Now, let's listen to Miss Lindsey Graham. Last night, after everything was done, he was on Fox News. If you see the video, and we've retweeted it, 
uh, he looks drunk as he's saying this. But here's the audio. It was a bunch of partisan bullshit in the House. It continued in the Senate. It's going to end Wednesday. The president's going to get acquitted. It's going to blow up in their face. That's what I think this is all about. And there's Miss Lindsey Graham. I tell you what. I tell you what. Uh, we're, Boy, we're, howdy. I tell you what. And, uh, oh, the, I, I just got some interesting news on, on the Twitter. I'll, uh, I'll look into it a little bit uh, as we move on here. But, yeah, so so look, they're, they're all a bunch of lying pieces of crap as far as I'm concerned right now. And, again, that's both sides. I'm tired of the whole schlemegi, okay? Average, run of the... I just, I just can't wait till November. I, hate, I just... November can't come quick enough now. Right, but um, in the, but in the meantime, we have nine months of look. He's going to be up there crowing at the State of the Union on Tuesday about how he won, and it's a hoax, and it's this, and it's that, and uh, you know who knows all, don't you? Hmm. Donald Trump. Here's something, dear listener. Nobody knows this stuff better than me. Nobody knows more about taxes than I do and income than I do. Nobody, Nobody knows, knows more about, about construction, construction than I do. Nobody knows more about campaign finance than I do. Nobody knows consultants better than me. I know more about drones than anybody. Nobody knows much more about technology, this type of technology, certainly, than I do. Nobody knows more about technology than me. I know more about technology than anybody. Nobody in the history of this country has ever known so much about infrastructure as Donald Trump. I know the H-1B. I know the H-2B. Nobody knows it better than me. I know more about ISIS than the generals do, believe me. Nobody understands the press, but I think I understand them as well as anybody. I mean, I know these people much better than you do. I understand things. I comprehend very well, okay? Better than, I think, almost anybody. And by the way, who knew the other side of the picture better than me? I knew it. Nobody knows more about environmental impact statements than me. And I think I know more about the environment than most people. I know a lot about wind. I know a lot about wind. You know, I know windmills very much. I've studied it better than anybody. I understand the power of Facebook maybe better than almost anybody. I know more about renewables than any human being on Earth. Nobody knows more about polls than me. I know more about courts than any human being on Earth. I understand healthcare now, especially very well. A lot of people don't understand it. I know the angles. I know every angle. I know more about steel workers than anybody that's ever run for office. I know more about golf than Obama knows. And you know, in the case of Turkey and the Kurds, I could go into a whole story because I understand it, I think, better than most. And I know all a- about it. I've known about it for a long time. I know the subject better than anybody. I know. This guy talks about, oh, I know Scranton. I know that. Well, I know the place is better. Nobody knows more about banks than I do. Nobody knows more about trade than me. Well, obviously, he doesn't know about nuclear weapons. I know more about nuclear weapons than he'll ever know. Uh, you know Russians better than I do, Kevin, okay? I understand the tax laws. Better than almost anyone. Who knows more about lawsuits than I do? I'm the king. I know more about offense and defense than they will ever understand. Nobody even understands it but me. It's called devaluation. I understand money better than anybody. I understand the system better than anybody. Nobody knows more about debt than I do. Nobody knows the game better than me. I know more about contributions than anybody. Even the smart guys on Wall Street, and I know all of them, and they are smart. 
And who knows more about the word apprentice than Donald Trump? I understand politicians better than anybody. Nobody knows politicians better than me. Who knows the other side better than me? Who knows the other side better than me? I think I know more about the other side than almost anybody. And I understand the other side. Perhaps I understand it better than anybody else. I was the fair-haired boy. Nobody knows more about it than me. I know more than these politicians. These guys don't know anything. I know a lot. I know more than I'm ever going to tell you. The truth is I'm actually a modest person. Very modest. It's true. Ladies and gentlemen, the president that knows it all. That's uh, that's a collection. Uh, I can't say I've ever heard that... Uh collection before it's it's from a little little twitter account called and now this uh that i follow quite amusing if nothing else and 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 frustrating in its own way because we we have we have a president who flat out refuses he's never been wrong never he knows everything about everything I'm sure if you asked him, he would tell you he knows everything about not knowing anything. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? You know, so, and this is this is the kind of thing that is frustrating. Look, we've had crappy politicians in our lifetime. We've had uh, scum. We've had douches. We've had scallywags and, 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 and uh, snake oil salesmen. We've had people steal the the rug right off of your head. But never, never have we had the likes of this knucklehead. He made a statement yesterday. Nothing that I can remember. He made a statement yesterday uh, referring to his daughter, Ivanka. You know, his girlfriend. Uh, yeah. That... Ivanka was responsible last year for the creation of 15 million new jobs. What? Well, you don't have to go any further than the fact that only about 7 million new jobs were created in this country last year. So, you know, I promise you, Vanky had nothing to do with that. That's... uh, what is he? He just he just pulls these statements out of his ass, you know, just whatever he feels like. Like throw it out there, you know. Well, and, it's a pretty. And he, he, it's a pretty he big. He thinks a- that people aren't paying attention to him. It's not that he does, he doesn't care. He f- he believes himself to be untouchable, and and uh, and, and of course now he's going to be more emboldened. Uh, again, you'll see it Tuesday night. He's doing he's doing an interview with Hannity tomorrow. I I believe during halftime at the Super Bowl. Holy uh, puke fest! Right, and and of course he'll they'll be oh the lying Dems and you know he'll go off into his tangent, and uh, Hannity will lick his boots and, um. But it, it was just horribly upsetting to watch this process, as it were. And know that it wasn't taken seriously, and, and and not to. I'm really trying not to take sides here. But how any number of Republican senators were out doing live interviews on Fox during the proceedings, 
They're supposed to be in their seats or at least in the chamber. You know, paying attention to what's going on. Rand Paul, again, here's a guy that needs to be booted out. Twice he tried to get the whistleblower's name put out there. Can't accept the fact that while it may have all started with the whistleblower, we're long past that. It doesn't matter what that person had to say anymore. Everything else was brought to light. The fact that, oh, the other interesting thing, uh, Adam Schiff brought this up yesterday. While they were there in the Senate, uh, the GOP council, the president's council, was arguing that the House would should have taken this to court to resolve it. Literally, at the same time, down the street in federal court, other uh, GOP lawyers were arguing, no, 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 the only way for the House to, you know, they, they can't bring this to court, to which the judge asked, well, then what's their remedy? And with a straight face, they said impeachment. So depending on, on what venue they're in, they're playing both sides of the street. And they won. They were managed to do it. They played both sides against the middle, and it worked for them. Uh, it it was rigged right from the beginning. Look, we all we all knew it wasn't gonna. There, it was never gonna be an acquittal. It would have been nice to see a John Bolton go up there. Who, by the way, uh, before people start anointing him with a cape and a big, big red uh, B on his chest, he could have walked up to any news outlet, any place there was a microphone, and started talking which he still hasn't done yet. This is true. He could have walked onto the set of Good Morning America, the Today Show, Meet the Press, you name it, anywhere, and started talking. Here, let me tell you what I know. Here's what's coming out in my book. And remember, now we know that... Well, he wants people to buy buy the book. Well, you know, let's, well, let's face it. That's what he's really in this for. He's not in this because he suddenly wants to be a patriot here he he wants to sell books and he mission accomplished he will sell books but yet that's his whole rep is his reputation is him being a a dyed-in-the-wool republican patriot that's his whole thing that's why he left trump's administration was because of nonsense like this or this particular nonsense now you put it in writing you know it's going to come out you know you were there. So now you're going to put book sales over over the nation. Uh, the nation. And this is what you have now. Okay? He's like, fine. Okay, fine. Now we know who you are. Now we know you're just another money-grubbing piece of crap who pays lip service to, oh, I, I'm, I, I love my country. No, you don't. Clearly you don't. Otherwise, again, you would have walked up to any open microphone. Hell, we'll give you we'll give you all the time you need right here on Radio TFI. Live and in color. Yes, we do, we do broadcast in color. 3D as well. But that's another story for another yeah. time. Next week next week we're going to have 4K, but again, that's uh in due time, sir. In due time. In due. We'll talk about that when we talk about that. I don't want to get sidetracked, so Oh, I'm going to catch my breath here for a minute, John. You did very well, sir. I, you know, here. I don't want applause. Very, very well. Yeah. Uh, 
I was just funny. I was just looking at this, uh, looking at something on Twitter here, and apparently in front of the uh, the Senate here, uh, there is a group of well nine individuals that are holding up lighted letters that that spell out fake trial. Yeah. This must have been. I'm assuming this must have been from last night, but. Uh, I got I I got to give that a happy retweet here, and if you're listening live, you should uh, you should check this out on the uh, Taxi Stand Hour uh, Twitter feed. Pretty cool, pretty good, pretty cool here. Uh, you know, I I want to offer a little bit of perspective uh, on this. You mentioned that yes, Trump is going to go on this on this victory lap, and. I think the, that we might have be able to count on one little thing here, and is that that this victory lap he's doing, with the exception of a few thousand of his uh, of his Trumpsters, you know, poor Cancuns, you know, he's just all over Facebook this morning, uh, <laughs> doing his happy dance. You know, there'll be a few people out there doing, you know, doing their little happy dance and what have you. But the majority of people, I think, are going to get sick of this in a hurry. They're going because you're right. That's all we're going to hear for uh, right up until the election is how he beat this this he he beat this hideous attempt at trying this this uh, bloodless coup, if you will. Uh, trying to take me down, and I, I survived. I'm a winner. I, you know this, this and that, and people are going to get tired of hearing it. Uh, it hasn't even really began, and I'm already tired of it. You know, no. I think that I think that people now that this is now that this is over with. Okay, let's see what you let's see what you can actually do. Let's you know, you were elected three years ago. To be, you know, to be the president, to be the okay. Somebody must have saw something in you that, you know. I think that um, I think the biggest thing that Trump had going for him at the time is he wasn't that black president, and that's how he got the votes that he got. And it just it brought out the it brought out the racists and the and the bigots and the you know and the uh, just about every piece of scum that could ooze out. From underneath the uh... John, let, let me let me interject here for a second. Uh, when once it got down to him versus Hillary, yeah, yeah, he's a man and he's not black. That's good enough. But you got to remember, he had to go through the whole primary thing, and a lot of folks mistake. They think, oh well, he sounds just like me. No, he sounds like an idiot. For a man who had the best offered to him, the best schools, the best this, the best that available to him he sounds like a flipping moron okay i've said it before Mm -hmm. i'll say it again uh if he wasn't who he was if his daddy hadn't if his grandfather hadn't opened brothels when he got here to america from germany and that is a true story by the way that's where the trump fortune Mm -hmm. such as it is is built upon donald trump would be another guy sitting at the end of a bar stool here in queens getting knocked off getting knocked on his ass on a regular basis for running in his mm-hmm. mouth because he doesn't know anything. Okay, he sounds like a moron. And people that say, "Well, you know, he he's he's just like me. He's nothing like you." He, other than the fact that his skin we believe is still white. 
under the orange makeup. Uh, <laughs> he is nothing like you. He does not care about you. Ask the farmers out in the Midwest that were all about him in 2016. Ask them. Ask the six countries that just got put on the travel ban. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the fun has just begun. The fun has just begun. They loosened regulations on landmines the other day. Where do you think they're going to wind up? Oh, and let's not forget Mm -hmm. the piece of wall that blew over the other day. (laughs) Now, now... Now, if you didn't see the picture, oh, I, if you I didn't see the picture, it. ladies and gentlemen, look it up. And, and what I got a kick out of was reading some replies to it and, and some of the Trumpsters saying, well, you know, it, the concrete hadn't finished curing yet. What, what is this? The first thing that's ever been built with concrete? Nobody knows how, how to, you know, to stabilize it until it does cure, until it dries. And it's, you know, what the, the – and this is on top – this was – piggybacked on the news they had found a, a a tunnel buried 70 feet deep going mm-hmm. from mexico to the u.s it was almost a mile long three quarters of a mile long with tracks and electricity and all that uh yes you're all, well, almost as uh as uh elaborate as trump tower itself i mean jesus christ and, and look you know <laughs> oh god you know it's it's very similar to the uber situation for a lot of for me anyway because it's a lot of we we mentioned all this before we got too deep we were trying to keep you from getting too deep into this now look there's a i, I firmly believe that when he loses the election in november he's just gonna scream it's rigged. It's a hoax. It's, uh, you know, and, and I'm not leaving. I'm very, uh, very afraid of that. Uh, yeah, I'm, I think that, uh, he's already made and forgive me for kind of babbling. Cause I've got so many things kind of going through my mind. And unfortunately my mind isn't big enough to catch them all. But, uh, what? I didn't say a word. <laughs> you didn't have to. <laughs> you did not have to say a word. 3D, 4K. Uh, no, it. Yeah, there you go. Uh, he has said himself that, uh, you know, there could be. I, no, he didn't say it. Excuse me. Don't, I don't want to. I don't want to make it make this sound worse than it already is. But somebody had mentioned that uh, if Trump is not reelected, there will be a civil war. Uh, all Trump did was basically retweeted or, or very side-handedly agreed with it. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. Uh, you remember that, don't you? Vaguely. But here's, yeah. something, here's something else that came up, uh, which you fortunately reminded me of. It, it's... Uh, it's a new Trump campaign ad, or at least one that should be out there. This comes to us from uh, Real Time with Bill Maher. Take a listen. And let me begin by wishing you a beautiful look. There's one thing people who've known Donald Trump for a long time all say. He's not the same person he was. And then they announced 
Democrats, there was no buys. Now, Democrats decided to shield and shelter criminal. Look, look, look. The worry that I have is that maybe he's having small strokes. Sometimes he simply can't speak. An anomalous, really an anomalous. What must be going on in his mind? I hope they now go and take a look at the oranges, or the oranges of the uh, uh, investigation, the oranges, how it started. No one wishes ill health on the president, but a country needs a leader to be there. God bless the United States. A leader who's all there. And again, that's from uh, Real Time with Bill Maher. That's the they put that together. It's a video, actually. It's a TV spot. They call it a free ad. Uh, wouldn't it be nice if that went viral at real time? <laughs> well, we just have to retweet the hell out of that now, shouldn't we? Yep, at real timers. Uh, real time with Bill Maher. You is that what the, is that what the the feed is at real timers? At real timers, yes, sir. Oh, okay. Yes, sir. We should we should get on it. Absolutely. I, I also want to want to again mention uh, two accounts that you really should follow on Twitter it would be uh, at Kessler Noel, C I S L E R N O E L. He uh, he works in TV production. He worked on the Celebrity Apprentice for many years. Uh, he's also a stand-up comic, and he puts out all the dirt about Trump. Trump is not once tried to stop him because apparently what he's saying is the truth. Uh, backstage stuff, uh, the, the Trump's drug problem, the fact that he has to wear adult diapers, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, very interesting opinions and, uh, and also some funny stuff too. Uh, also, uh, there's angry staffer who at angrier, W-H Daffer, A-N-G-R-I-E-R, W-H-S-T-A-F-F-E-R. This person claims to work in the White House or used to work in the White House, apparently has very deep connections still. Uh, They're currently anonymous. They've said they will identify themselves after the November election. Uh, Very interesting account. Again, you get some... Inside stuff, uh, not always correct, but uh, it, it's I, I I find them very interesting to follow, and they're constantly updating their accounts. Um, but yes, those are those, if you're if you're only going to follow a couple of people, I highly recommend uh, those folks uh, because I get a lot of my information from there, and uh, they're really into it. They're really deep into it, so. Oh, excuse me. What's the matter? I burped. Oh. oh well, I feel, I'm glad I've, you got that off here. <laughs> I feel, I mean, I feel fortunate right now that you and I have this platform every week. That we are able to right. c- civilly discuss these matters. By the way, 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428. Uh, took the words right out of my mouth we will as always <laughs> even, even as we get into the next hour we will we will pause what we're doing to uh to chat with you on whatever topic it may be uh 
at Taxi Stand Hour on the Twitter. And remember, if you're calling from a payphone, you can call collect. Always. Absolutely. And I'm sorry I have to announce this, but we have closed our pigeon carrier pigeon uh, division. And we just uh, Well, PETA got on us because they said that we it was unfair to the uh, unfair to the pigeons, you know. Well they 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 made a big stink about, you know. About us uh, using the injured ones for lunch. I mean, what's... Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> you know that group of PETA, you know, people enjoying tasty animals. Ooh. <laughs> Send your cards and oh, letters. You know, by, by the way, uh, taking a emergency bat turn here real quick, <laughs> just because we, we really do have to lighten this up a little bit. Uh but you know that right now PETA's latest bat- battle is against, I shouldn't say against the groundhog, but apparently oh. now PETA wants, yes. P- PETA wants uh, Puxatani Phil to go into retirement and use some sort of a animatronic uh, computer generated. How, what is it? Animatronic? Animatronic. Yeah. Oh, okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. But, uh, no, so PETA, now they're out to protect the groundhog. And from what I understand and what I've heard, that damn that damn groundhog lives better than you and I do. Most likely. What happens well, once once a year, he gets pulled out of his little hole there. He gets pulled up. You know, it would be kind of cool if he took a crap on the uh, handler when he was holding him up. But, you know, hey. You can only wish for certain so much. They've had, I believe they've had incidents over the years, but neither here nor there. Uh, yeah, that's right. Tomorrow's Groundhog's Groundhog. Day, yeah. Yeah, and uh, there's, uh, there's a football game tomorrow. Well, let's don't get ahead of ourselves. No, here. no, no. I'm just mentioning just in general terms, and we're going to talk about it a little bit in the next hour. While, while we've got a minute, uh, literally a minute here, I want to... Uh, Mention to you folks where we where, have where uh my god I lost I lost yes. track of oh uh radio TFI primetime welcome my world <laughs> radio TFI primetime where uh we're, we're gonna be uh every night of the week we'll be playing something at eight o'clock Mondays for about the next four months will be uh Star Wars Star Wars radio drama. Uh, years ago, they took the first three movies and they turned them into radio dramas, little radio plays. So we've managed to get our hands on them, and we'll be playing an hour's worth every Monday night. And uh, between the three movies, it'll go on for about three or four months, I think till May or June. Uh, Tuesdays and Thursday nights will be Sherlock Holmes nights, 45-minute uh, Sherlock Holmes mysteries uh, for you to enjoy. Again, that's Tuesdays and Thursday nights. Friday nights... It'll be the King Biscuit Flower Hour. If you don't know about that, we're going to explain more about it in the second hour. Uh, Saturday night, of course, is uh, Soundtrack Saturday. This week, Cheech and Chong, Big Bamboo. Wednesday night, we'll be playing the most recent uh, edition of this show, the Taxi Stand Hour. And Sunday nights, well, we're just taking Sundays off. Are we really? Yeah. About time, you slave driver. I think we better see him on the other end. 
Well, you were on such a roll. I was. Anyways, we, we, we will talk to you in a few minutes here. T-F-I. You found the taxi stand hour. The worst talk radio I've ever heard in my life. On Radio TFI. Mickey Mouse's office, Goofy speaking. Good morning, Goofy. How are you? Ooh, it's a tough day over here. Who's calling? Goofy, it's Bob Iger, president and CEO of the Disney Company. You want him? Yes, sir. You sure? Yes. You know, it's post-Super Bowl week. We have some business to attend Hold to. Hold the line. Okay, thank you. Hello? Good morning, sir. Oh, back it down. God, I'm going to need a week to climb out of this Super Bowl bender. Sir, what's wrong? Oh, God, Kurt Russell and I tore it up. Kurt Russell? Yeah, we go way back. We worked together on the computer, wore tennis shoes. Remember that back in 69? Absolutely. A big hit for the Disney company. Listen, back it down. You're still very loud on the volume. Sorry, sir. Slogan of that movie was Program for Laughs. My idea! <laughs> well, sir, I'm glad you had a great time at well, the Super Bowl. I tell you, man, the sex I had in Phoenix. Sir? Man, that Playboy party was tight. Tight? Uh, sir, what? Hot! You know, smoke it. You got no clue about pop culture vernacular, do you? Oh, sir, that's not true. I've been known to get jiggy with it. Oh, my God, get jiggy with it. You're a decade behind. I came right out of Jeff Foxworthy's joke book. Getting jiggy with it was like, what year, Goofy? 98. 98! Well, how about who let the dogs out? Shoot yourself. You know what? Get a gun, load it, cock it, shoot yourself. Sir, sir, you know I don't like guns. No, I don't like guns. You got a window over there? Oh, yes, sir, yeah. Open it up and roll yourself out! Goofy! Goofy! God, how many times can you watch Trashy Links and that two girls in a cup video? What is it, boss? But I'm in the pharmacy, give me my Valtrex prescription. How about those giants, Eisner? Uh, that's Iger, sir. Huh? Iger, Bob Iger, sir. Where'd the other kid go? Uh, you, you fired him, remember? Oh, that's right, I canned him. <laughs> and you're the new kid, huh? Well, you know, sir, I'm not new. You just gave me a five-year contract. I did what? How much? Well, last year I made $27 million. Holy sh**! Sir? Another suit hanging on my coattails. You know what? You flabby, no-personality white guys have been milking me dry for decades. Oh, sir. How old are you anyway? You don't ask a mouse his age, bonehead. Especially when he's paying for your private jet. Uh, oh, so, oh, I'm sorry. I don't care. I got no secrets. I'm only 80. And that's in mouse years. Oh, well, what's that in human years, sir? It's a lot longer than you're going to be alive, married to Julie Chen. No, no, sir. That's Les Moonves from CBS. Like I said. All you flabby white guys look alike. Look, sir, I apologize for bothering you. I just want to update 
update you on the Miley Cyrus movie. You don't have to update me on anything. You know I read Daily Variety every morning while I'm taking a dump. Well, anyway, sir, I think we made the right decision leaving the Miley movie out for one more week. My idea! Actually, sir, you didn't even want to release the movie. Hey, Eisner. Iger, sir. Have your eyes ever filled up with blood? Blood? Uh, no, no, sir. Ah, man, I've been throwing a Super Bowl that all the blood vessels in my eyes just popped. Ouch, sir. Hey, hey, by the way, can you give me a number for Kim Kardashian? I love me some junk in the trunk. She hit the flow. Next thing you know, Shotty got low, 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 low. <laughs> I love me that flow rider. Oh, is that the program with the talking car that they're bringing back on NBC? No, that's Night Rider, you moron. This is low rider. Never mind. I gotta go throw up again, I sir. That's Iger, sir. And on that note, welcome back to the second hour of the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI and our numerous other places you can hear this show on what they call a podcast. Uh, from Egan, Minnesota, at the Northern Command Studio, I am John Shannon, and somewhere buried in the depths of the Radio TFI Tower in Queens, New York, Mr. Ed Van Ness. Welcome back, sir. Good morning, kids and kittens, from the Archie Bunker, deep, buried deep, 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 below uh, the Radio TFI corporate headquarters. Get it? The Archie Bunker? <laughs> I, 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 I got it, sir. I got it. <laughs> okay. Oh, yes, yes, indeed. <laughs> Fun times at the old high school tonight, man. Uh, Mr. I. Hey, don't forget, kids and kittens, to uh, tune in tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern and Pacific, to Soundtrack Saturday, tonight featuring Cheech and Chong's classic album, Big Bamboo. Uh I think I was supposed to play this last week, but there was a mix-up. Uh, but anyway, Big Bamboo, the, one of the greatest promotional uh, things ever. When they put this album out on vinyl, which was the only way they put out vinyls back in the day, it looked like a package of bamboo paper, which was all the rage at the time. And included in it, the it, it, it folded open like a package of bamboo, and there was a giant sheet of bamboo paper in it. You can't hardly find that bamboo paper anymore. People really did roll up, <laughs> try to roll massively. Think, think of the width of a record album, and that's how, how wide the bamboo paper was. It was folded up like like you know, like know a rolling paper. It was rolling paper, and uh, brilliant. Mm-hmm. And a funny album, too. Uh, includes uh, Sister Mary Elephant and all that kind of stuff. Uh, to to st- the album was relatively short. It was it was less than half an hour. So we we've also added a couple little uh, extra Cheech and Chong items to to uh, stretch it out a little bit more. So if you've never heard this stuff, please tune in, take a listen. You'll you'll be. It's still funny. It's still most ninety nine percent of it holds its value to this day and if you have heard it before well tune in tune in and uh relive those days that you probably have forgotten all about anyway because you were high as a kite at the time so tell me now you i don't think you've ever 
really it told me. Were you a big Cheech and Chong fan back in the day? I was a comedy fan. Uh-huh. Okay. And I would sample everybody. I would try. I liked Cheech and Chong. I didn't like all of it. But uh, some things really stick with you. Sister Mary Elephant is hilarious as far as I'm concerned. And again, maybe because mm-hmm. I was raised Catholic, I went to Catholic school. Maybe maybe there's a connection there. It's it's just funny. And and they have oh. a way of of uh, the way that they produce their bits. They played all the characters in the bits. Yes. But you would hear these little side things, little little drops of, you know, hey man and you know, just just where they drop certain things in just just got me. Just got me. It's uh I was listening to them oh, when wow, I was Oh man, that thing's steaming. <laughs> anyway, I was about I used to be a- 14 or 15 when I first started listening to them and didn't get all of it at the yeah. time. Yeah. Hey, I man, think my favorite bit. Hey man, I was trying I to call my- you on, I was trying to call you on the phone. I couldn't read you, you didn't answer the phone. I don't have a phone, man. <laughs> I think this was from the this was from the wedding album, if I'm not mistaken. But it was one where the the, the drive in, the uh, the bit where they where they at the drive in and they stuck all those dudes in the in the trunk of the of the car to sneak them into the drive in. Oh, yeah. Somebody was taking a leak on the trunk. Hey, man. <laughs> hey. I don't remember, but again tonight there's uh. There's a whole bunch of Cheech and Chong on 8 p.m. Eastern and Pacific time, and and we we hope you do enjoy it. So, so my good friend, what do you what do you say we fire up the fire up the music here? I'll I got the uh, just take the bailing wire off of the uh, wayback machine here. I know you were it, tinkering it with it. You were tinkering with it last night tinkering with it i started from i I didn't get actually started on it until last night i saw smoke coming out and i wasn't sure it was from the machine or you so combination of both (laughs) all right turn the key and uh press the clutch welcome ladies and gentlemen to another exciting installment of professor shannon's wayback machine a look ahead to what's happened in the past. Here's your host, Professor John Shannon. I love me some good guitar riffs. Well, what do you say we get started here? You, uh, once again, this is the, we'll look, uh, ahead, come on, help me out here. Help a brother out here, would you? <laughs> I don't look, have it written down in front. I'll look ahead to the past. Thank you. So once again, we'll be looking at the uh, events, births, and unfortunately deaths from the upcoming week, if you will, uh, starting with uh, tomorrow, the second, going on through uh, the ninth. So, no, no, we don't go to the ninth. To, you, no, we don't go to the ninth. We go to the eighth. Excuse me. Go to the eighth. Right. We go to the eighth. Saturday's the eighth. That, well, That's right. Let's just 
damn, take a pill, will you? <laughs> you're not, you're not going to take my glory this week. Go ahead. Oh, well, anyways, let's, uh, I, you pick it here. Event, events, births, or deaths to start out with. Oh, let's start with births. Births, okay, well, we're going chronologically backward here. So, unfortunately, here we're going to wind up uh, mentioning a lot of the birthdays of a few dead people along the uh, away, along the way here. So, uh, uh, let's start out with uh, uh, 1962. Garth Brooks yes. is, uh, was born. What day was that? And what day that was that? Was, I, I know what I day it was. Day. It's February 7th. Ah, I see. Well, come to think of it now. By the way, by the way, Garth Brooks, uh, born 1962, will be 58. Yes, I know. Here. Ah, I know. And there's some guy that the, this one just got handed to me here, and I'm trying to think who the hell this is. But uh, uh, I have a very happy birthday next uh, next week, on as well on the seventh. 61 years old. Who that? Mr. Ed, yeah, Mr. Ed Van Ness. That's me. So, yeah, that is indeed you. That's me. Congratulations, there, sir. Also, Another trip around the sun. Also, and without looking anything, uh, what's his name on the blacklist? James. Uh, oh, I can't think of his name now. Guy that stars on the blacklist. He's also February seventh. I think Katie Lang. You be Blake. He's dead, but... Uh, and I don't have any of those. No, you don't. No, you don't. I but don't those, have any of those. Those are the February 7th kids, and that's... Uh... Go ahead, oh. go on. Nobody cares about the rest. <laughs> okay, I see. Um, born in uh, 1947, uh, Farrah Fawcett. Who passed away in 2009 has a birthday, or had a birthday, I should say. She still does have a birthday. She's not. She's she's just just not not celebrating it anymore. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, 1940, Tom Brokaw, 80 years old. My goodness. Uh, Composer, pianist, conductor, John Williams. It will celebrate his 88th birthday. Go on. This next week. Go on, you say. John yeah. Williams, he of... Uh, he of uh, uh, Star Wars and all that good Phant- stuff? Fat Phantom of Paradise. Remember that? No. I don't remember not. Phantom of Paradise? No, why would I remember that? It was a fairly entertaining movie. Nope. Never Even though I it. didn't understand any of it. <laughs> Never heard of it. Um, moving on. Please. Uh, now the rest, of, the rest of them here, unfortunately, won't be celebrating their birthdays because they have all passed. Um, Jack Lemmon, uh, who was born in 1925, left us in uh, 2001. One of the greatest actors ever. Yes, I agree. Him and Matt, though. Together, they were Joey always Pitt. great. Him and Matt. Oh, Matt, oh, yeah. All those movies they did together. My goodness. Odd Couple. Grumpy Old Men and Grumpy Old Men. Yes, those were funny. They did a lot together. Especially 
Especially in the in their later years, they started teaming up a whole lot more. You know, the one movie that uh, that Jack Lemmon did that I actually enjoyed was one that probably didn't get a lot of press, but he was in this movie with uh, James Garner. Yes, yes, uh, my my fellow Americans. I love that movie. That <laughs> was gr- that was there's hilarious. A, there's a great scene in that movie where they're on a train. Uh, briefly, mm-hmm. they're they're both ex presidents. And, and, and I won't go into the whole plot, but they've they've gotten away from their secret service. They're pursuing something, and they're on a train. Jack Lemmon's character is petrified to jump. They have to jump off the, the train to escape the pursuers. Well, when they finally do jump, James Garner has to push him. It is exactly the scene from The Great Escape. James Garner was in that with Donald Pleasance. Uh, they had to jump off a train. It is, they did it, it, they paid homage to that scene with, with, uh, anyway. I digress. Oh. Uh, 1918, Joey Bishop was born. It's funny, I was just watching some old videos of him. You know he had his own TV show? Really? And I don't mean yes, the talk show. That. Not the talk show, sitcom. He had a sitcom, no, I didn't know that. No. Yeah, see that? There you go. Before your time. Very good, very good. Ran for about three years. Oh, let's see. 1913, Rosa Parks uh, was born. Uh, she huh. actually, God, it's been a while. It's been, had, she passed away in 2005. No? God, only if that's 15 years ago. My goodness. Uh, 1911, Ronald Reagan was born, the 40th president of the United States. Now that one, I know his birthday is February 6th. Hmm. Passed away in 2004. Do you remember where you were when you heard that he uh, passed away? Uh, honestly, no. I was, uh, I was driving cab in uh, Orlando, Florida at the time, actually. No, I had uh, heard about that. I, there's very few things I remember where I was. Uh, if you if you try to pin me, some of them I do, most I don't. Uh, nineteen oh four, Pretty Boy Floyd, American Gangster. Yeah, yeah. You'll never take me alive, uh, you dirty screws. That's it. Uh, nineteen oh two, Charles Lindbergh uh, was brought into this world. the The kidnapping of the kidnapping of his son has never been solved. Hmm. That's crazy. That's pretty crazy, actually. Even with the, you know, DNA evidence and all that kind of stuff that you can go back to. And that's that is pretty amazing. You think the kid's still alive? No. I think they found the body. I think they found the body. Oh, they did. I think. Anyways, uh, Charles Lindbergh passed away in 1974. I had nothing to do with that. I was in high school. Well, how do we know? Do you have an alibi? No. <laughs> and last but not least, uh, for births, uh, at least on my list, uh, 1895, Babe Ruth passed, or uh, excuse me, was born 1895, passed away in 1948. By the way, it's it's James Spader. I didn't look it up. It just came to me. James, James Spader from the Blacklist. 
He was also in St. Elmo's Fire, a bunch of stuff in the 80s, part of the Brat Pack. Mm-hmm. He was also born on February 7th. A fabulous day to be born. Yes, yes indeed. Uh, what do you say we go into uh, a couple yeah. of deaths here real quick? Oh, no, we've had death. Let's do events. We haven't had we haven't had the official deaths uh, list yet. Let's let's break it up a little bit. Let's oh, do events. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, starting with two thousand four, when Facebook was founded by Mark Zuckerberg. What day? I don't take the days anymore. It's when? it happened. Well, I want to know what happened on February seventh. To be quite honest with you. Well, I, I I I feel your pain, my friend. But unfortunately, I'll bet I next week. I'll bet you next week we know everything that happened on February 9th. I'll bet you. Not necessarily. Oh, I'm counting on it. <laughs> Good lord. 1971, the Nasdaq stock market opened for the first time. Also, 1971, New York police officer Frank Serpico is oh. shot during a drug bust in Brooklyn. He survives to later testify against police corruption. That was huge here at the time. Now, I was just a youngster, uh, but that was that was huge. Of course, they made a movie about Serpico, as a yep. matter of fact. Al Pacino. Uh. 1951, the Canadian Army enters combat in the Korean War. But they went in and they asked politely, eh? Do you mind if we come in and fight for you, eh? They are just so polite there. They are. They're too polite. It's disturbing. Uh, Nothing's disturbing about being polite. If 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 you're from my old neighborhood, there is. (laughs) Just like uh, Patrick Swayze said in, uh, in the movie Roadhouse. You be nice until it's time not to be nice. Nice. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Uh, 1924, the first state execution in the United States by gas chamber takes place in Nevada, of all places. Well, they gambled and lost. (laughs) I slay. Oh... 1919, Charlie Chaplin, Mary Pickford, Douglas Fairbanks, and D.W. Griffith launch United Artists. I've seen some of their movies. And somebody please give Ed some... Give him a pillow. He just ready to go to sleep. Okay. Last but not least for events, 1887... In Puxatawney, Pennsylvania, the first <laughs> Groundhog Day was observed. Guess what day that was? I Guess think, what date that was? I'm going to say, hold on. February think, think about it February, uh, uh, the 7th. If you want it to be February 7th. Oh, I said 7th. Bir- it's your birthday. I, I meant to say 2nd. I really did. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> All right, that's it for events here, folks. So just a just a brief uh, just a brief rundown on some of the passings here. Uh, baseball legend uh, Frank Robinson 
uh, passed away just here last year, 2019. Did he die? I didn't know that. Yeah, born born in 1935, but yeah, he passed away 2019. I didn't, I didn't know. Uh, 1992, Burt Parks passed away. Here she is, Miss America. That was close. Hmm. Uh, yeah, that was. Yeah, I, I, I would say <laughs> that uh, that yeah, that was close. It, it did okay. What? What? Um, what? He hosted Miss America. Uh, from Atlantic City. I know, from- I know, but you, you sounded pretty good when you did that. Here she is, Miss America. Oh, is that, what's that? I hear pounding there. Is your uh, upstairs neighbor there pounding on the pounding on the floor there? No, that's the people that live above me all jumping out the window. And- <laughs> yeah, I think so. And... Uh- Yeah, that's right. Uh, Del Shannon. Del Shannon. Yes. Del Shannon passed away in 1990, born in uh, 1934. Uh, I wish I'd have actually brought some music with this, too, because 1959, on, by the I brought a date here with me. Did you, did on you, the did you? Third of, ah, son of I brought a date. On the date, or excuse me, on the uh, on the third, uh, was when we lost. That's right. The Big Bopper, Richie Valens, and Buddy Holly, uh, better known as the day the music died. I, I I contend that that's what sent my mother into labor. Really? Hmm, it was a couple days later. Yeah, that's true. Could well been. Set, it was <sighs> wow, a set, it was Valens. a. It was a bright Saturday morning, February 7th, 1959, at 10.34 in the a.m. Y'all got this. <laughs> and my life has never been the same, even though I wasn't born yet. Are we done? Oh, my, Richie Valens, by the way, uh, passed away. God, he was what? Uh, he was young. Yeah. 17, uh, 18. Right. He was very young. Night born 1941. Yeah. Uh, and then last but not least for, for passings, just because I really wanted to dig deep here. In so to speak. So to speak. Yeah. Digging deep for the dead. I get it. I get it. Yeah, very good. <laughs> this was way deep here. She has been decomposed and whatever. <laughs> she has definitely returned to dust here. Uh, in 1587, Mary, Queen of Scots, passed away. I, again, I had nothing to do with that. Uh, well, do you have an alibi? No. Okay. No, no, well, I do not. There you go. That, uh, well, uh, as our, my buddy Porky Pig says, that's all, folks. And that, my friends, will will complete that. Well, that was... Certainly very interesting. I think you glossed over the uh, birthdays for next Friday. I think you could have done a much better job. Uh, and I, I am I am adamant, I'm sure, I, I know how you operate, that uh, the ninth will be highlighted 
something special next week. I am not going to make a big freaking deal about my birthday. All righty. I'm not. It's going to be, it'll get about the same quote-unquote fanfare that uh, yours got. That's about it. Fanfare. It's like birth birthdays. Bah, humbug. <laughs> Seven five four eight zero zero chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight. Uh, boy, I tell you, how are we going to be able to stretch out this next segment with only one game to talk about? <laughs> I got plenty to talk about. Are you ready? So, I'm ready. Here we go. It's time for John and Ed versus the Spread, your weekly foray into the exciting world of pigskin prognostication. <laughs> this week, John and I. <laughs> this week, John, world's champion Shannon, and I will each choose. Our, our prediction for the winner of Super Bowl 54 down in Miami Gardens, Florida. By the way, it's it's not even, it's 15 miles from Miami. Uh, at the end of the season, well, <sighs> apparently John has already won the Radio TFI Gilchrist Ceremonial Sippy Cup. Ladies and gentlemen, kids and kittens, it's... John and Ed versus the spread. Well, 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 well. Let's you get take any to... more time in that pause. We'll have to go into a third hour. Well, we're pretty much well. Next week we'll have a recap. But all right, so let's uh, let's do this first. Congratulations, provisionally, John. Provi- provisionally, my ass. What are you talking about? I won. Uh, well, you you. Currently, I, there's currently. Let me explain to you what's going on here. Now, as you saw, in the, do. as you saw in the promo, there was an asterisk because the rules can. There definitely was an ass to it. <laughs> the 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 the, the uh, committee on cheating is looking into this. So, while you technically have won, we can't finalize the results just yet. Uh, there's going to be a hearing. Uh, you get the House Democrats, and I, I, I get Mitch McConnell and the GOP. You, you can have Mitch McConnell. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to see how all that plays out. Now, actually, I have not checked again. Last night, uh, our boy, and we want to thank Danny Sheridan for all his work, his hard work this year and providing us um, the point spreads and all the other information we need. That's dannysheridan.com for your uh, non-wagering. Now, this week, of course, is the Super Bowl. Do you the, think? I, I do think. I do think. And the point spread is a big fat zero. 
It was a point and a oh, half. Going to a pick em with it it's, now, huh? It is a pick em. So this is a straight up. This is a straight up uh, pick. And uh, although we're not going to stop here, but let's let's do our picks first. Let's talk about the game. Oh, by the way, the over under. Let me let me double check that. Let me see if that's changed at all. The over under is fifty one even. And with your permission, John, we're gonna we're gonna round that down a half a point to fifty point five, so that it's either over or it, under. It just makes it that it just makes it that much easier. Okay, so John, I'm gonna get you pick first. It's is San Francisco or Kansas City, and this is straight up win or lose. Well, seeing as how I have the the uh, I already have the title. I already have the sippy cup here, which he didn't clean all the damn milk out of. You don't and have this it is yet. From back. This is, it's, it's, it's still got milk in it when you were drinking out of it back. Good Lord. Oh, by the way, just <laughs> just as a, a sidestep, and we forgot to mention it, I, I didn't want to bring it up. Remember, today is exactly one year that I've been in New York City. Wow. That's crazy. The this day I got last year has flown by. It's like 46 degrees now. When I got here a year ago, it was 17. The polar vortex was here. So it's uh, it's very different. So anyway, John? Yeah. Well, I think it, it goes without saying that uh, I'm going to pick my heart on this one. I think I've earned the right. Uh, I think that the, the, this is going to be, uh, and I've heard several analysts say, this is going to be a blowout one way or another. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just depends on it's it's gonna it's gonna depend on um, quite frankly which style of of uh, football prevails whether it's going to be the run and gun of the Chiefs or the uh, ball control of uh, the uh, Niners. Um, I would have a harder time picking the Chiefs again, but I've said as I've said the last couple of weeks, um, they have. Uh, Definitely discovered their defense, uh, which makes them completely makes them a very dangerous team, even more so than they were uh, last year when they were firing off, you know, 40, 50 points a game. Um, they have discovered their defense at least uh, at least in the uh, second through fourth quarters. They somehow they they spot the other team you know, 10 or 10 or 17 or 20 points to start with. And they come back and just blow their doors off. So yes, I'm going to go ahead and take the chiefs. Take the um, chief. Okay. Would you like the over or under, sir? Oh, I will definitely take uh, the over. You're going to take I the over. I think you could damn near. Yeah. I think you could add 25 points to that, uh, I, that uh, over to be honest with you. But uh, you know what? You're not entirely wrong. You're not entirely wrong. Well, I'm going to go completely opposite you. I was going to, go, I was going to go with the 49ers anyway, regardless of, of how you chose. Uh, mm-hmm. I think Garoppolo is—he really hasn't had a chance to shine yet this year. He hasn't—he hasn't—he hasn't, he hasn't needed to pass the ball a whole lot. And I—he's I, got—he's got a weapon in that right arm. Uh, I think—I think what we're going to see overall is a great game between two great young quarterbacks. And look, Garoppolo has two mm-hmm. rings from his days at the Patriots, but that was for holding a clipboard. 
you know, let, yeah. let's well, let's face somebody it. Somebody had to do it. Hey, look, I'm not look. They're, 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 he's got them. He was on the team. I, I'm not saying he doesn't deserve them, but this one, it will be him leading the team out there. He's not going to be standing there holding holding Tom Brady's baseball cap. This is his game to win or lose, and uh, I, I I just think it's going to be a fabulous game, and. I think it's going to go one way or the other. I think it's really, it's either going to be a tight scoring affair. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I honestly believe it'll be under the, I'm, I'm taking the under. Or, okay. or both teams are going to go hog wild. I don't think there's going to be any, I don't think it's going to be, well, it gets close to that 50, 51 points. It's either going to be, you know, 24 points total or 118. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're absolutely right. Uh, I don't think there's any middle ground there. So so those are our official picks. And uh, this game is worth, depending on what, what the uh, panel decides, uh, this may be worth three wins. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> remember, remember, we didn't get the pick last year. That's, oh, that's, and? That's still up for debate. So the panel's going to debate all that. Uh, Currently, you, you have... Well, we haven't shipped it out yet, but you know, well, we're, we're looking. So anyway, so to to pad, pad out I this, can, I... go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. To pad out this segment a little bit, there's a little thing called prop bets, proposition bets. They've been very, very popular over the years in Las Vegas and sports books. Danny Sheridan has a has a bunch of them listed, uh, and I thought it'd be fun if if we if we took just for just for laughs. We, uh, we, we picked some of these. So I'm going to start. We're going to start with the coin toss. John, what do you believe? Heads or tails? I think it's going to land on its side in the turf. <laughs> How do you like that? Didn't expect I, that, did you? Uh, no, no. What do you think? Heads or tails? Uh, I don't know. I think, I, I think I'm going to go with heads. Heads. Heads it is. Uh, heads it is. I'm going to take tails just to be just to be different. What do you think the total points will be for the uh, 49ers? What? Total points for the, oh, 49ers. For the 49ers? Yeah. 27. 27. I'm going to say 19. And what do you think for the Chiefs? Or the Chefs as we like to call them. Uh, I think that for the Chiefs, I think we're going to go 35. 30. Excuse me, one moment here. You got 35 for the Chefs? Mm-hmm. I think the Chefs are going to be held back to two touchdowns. I'm going to say 14 points. Now, oh here's God. Now, uh, rushing yards have you, been, but, have you been sampling some of uh, some of Trump's stash there? Or come on. <laughs> rushing yards uh by by Mahomes. Oh, by Mahomes, huh? Yeah. Uh I think that the 49ers are going to be a little bit more aware of that than um than the Titans uh where I think they're gonna they're gonna key up on him running. I think he's gonna have to pass the ball more. Uh, I think he'll be limited to 
let's say 38 yards. 38 yards. Okay. I think I'm I'm saying 111. Ooh. I, uh, by I, by the way, uh, on that, I think he will score one rushing touchdown. That's not part of the. Not that that's. that's okay. That's just that's just a little. Just a little out there. Passing yards by Garoppolo. Two. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna no, say I think that I think Oh go ahead. Go I'm ahead. gonna I'm gonna say two hundred and twenty two yards. Buck seventy five. Buck seventy five, says the man. Who do you think will score last? Kansas City or San Francisco? Kansas City. And I agree with you. I think Kansas City will have the last score. Now here come the interesting prop bets. There's there's all sorts of weird prop bets out there that, that you can go with. And these are legit bets that you can make at various sports books and online. The National Anthem, which will be sung by Demi Lovato. Do you believe it will be longer or shorter than two minutes and one second? Oh, Jesus Christ. They, they make a habit of trying to make it into a pop song. I'm definitely saying over on that. You're, you're the over. Okay. I'm going under. I think she's going to get in and out because it's her first performance since uh, things didn't mm-hmm. go so good for her. During the halftime show, Shakira, J-Lo, there's a, a Latina booty all over the place. Ed's going to be watching the halftime show this year, by the way. He usually doesn't. Uh, do you think yes or no? What? what Go ahead. I was going to say, what is, what is the bet? Will one of them have a nipple slip during the, nope. the show here? There's, act, there's actually one. We're not doing it, but there's one. Will J-Lo show uh, butt cleavage? <laughs> We're not doing that one, though. Uh, uh, you can uh, only hope. You can only hope. Here's ours. Will Sha- Shakira or J-Lo sing in Spanish? I say C. Uh, oh, absolutely. You think so, huh? Okay. Oh, absolutely. All right. <laughs> How many times will Tom Brady be mentioned? Uh, too many? <laughs> I am so over Tom Brady. It's not even... And you know, half the times it'll be, will Tom Brady retire? What will Tom Brady do? When does he brush his teeth? Who gives a f- rat's ass? Uh, have you? Can you tell I've never liked Tom Brady? Mm, I got my own issues. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Uh, how many times do you think they'll be able to be mentioned? I'm I say, say seven. At least a couple dozen. Okay, you're going to say I'm 20. I'm going to say 24. 24 it is. And finally, which will be higher on Super Bowl Punday? Punday. Super Bowl Sunday. Super Bowl Punday. Hmm. It could be a pun day, depending on who you are. This is probably exactly. my this is probably my favorite one. Which number will be higher? The number of points that San Francisco scores, or the number of tweets by Trump? Oh, easily, easily got to go with the Trumpster. Really? I think oh, he's gonna. Yes. I think he's gonna be quiet this year. And I'm. I'm are going, you kidding me? This. This close to the acquittal? 
or you know yeah the or just the fact that he's not going to have to have uh, witnesses he didn't have to have witnesses oh he the, the the victory the victory parade if it hasn't started yet will definitely start on uh, on uh, um, Sunday now by the way do you know I don't know this a fact as a fact was this interview he's supposed to have with Buckethead is that uh is that supposed to be live or recorded? Do you know? I believe it's live. Oh, that might be the only thing that cuts back his tweets if it's live. Perhaps, or it might make it more. Watch me. Uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, he'll he'll probably claim to have scored the first two touchdowns. You know. Yes, exactly. Remember, remember, nobody knows more about football than Donald Trump. Just ask the folks oh, at yes. the USFL. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. I'd be surprised if he doesn't somehow, because he's in cahoots with McMahon. I wouldn't be surprised if he tries to make some big, uh, big deal with this new, uh, uh, this new reboot of the XFL. I don't know. I think, I think, I think McMahon actually wants this one to work. Uh, (laughs) He's got Andrew Luck's father is running the thing. Uh, and I watched mm-hmm. an interview with him about a week or so ago, and it's not as gimmick driven as the last attempt was. The first one, yeah, yeah. They're they're actually they want to make this a legit springtime football league. I don't think they're not looking for the cheerleaders and the you know, uh, you know all that nonsense, you know that they went through the last time. It's not a wrestling match. The outcome is not like, predetermined. Uh, letting them. Like letting them have their nicknames on their uh, jerseys. He hate me. He hate me. Yep. I, that's, he that's, actually played. He played in the NFL. Uh, smart. Yeah. But he, uh, I think his last name is Smart, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. But uh, he uh, he played for the Las Vegas team. That I actually went and saw a couple of their games. Oh, okay. So I watched the yeah. very the very first XFL game. And they explained how mm. instead of the opening kickoff, two players would run. I said, mm. you know, to the center of the field to, to, to get, the to ball. get the ball. And I said, this is not going to end well. And the very first time they did it, guy got hurt, was out. That's it. He was, his career was done. Anyway. Yeah, how could you? Yeah. Anyway, let's wrap this up. So there's our Super Bowl picks for, the, for uh, tomorrow, Kids and Kittens. Uh, just to recap. John is going with his Kansas City Chiefs. I'm going with the Niners. Uh, the over-under is 50 and a half. I'm taking under. John's taking over. Uh, we, we did a lot of silly prop bets here, which don't mean anything. We will, hopefully, everybody will enjoy the game tomorrow. It'll be a great game, which they've been the last few years. They've been very good games. But that's going to do it. That's our last official pick for this year. I want to thank everybody for being a part of this. We'll do a recap next week. But as always, tomorrow, if you're going to go buy our picks to gamble real money, who are we kidding? You've already bet the money. Exactly. Too late. You're beyond hope. Yeah, you've already put your money on prop bets. And what color will the Gatorade be? These are, oh, man, Google weird prop bets. And it's hilarious. What's what some of them are, but that's gonna do it.
for John and Ed versus the spread, not only for this week, but for this season. Oh, here I thought did you, you wanted some redemption and we were going to start betting on uh, XFL games. Eh, I don't know about that. Well, <laughs> I'm going to actually try to get into it. I'm, 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 I'm going to watch the first couple of weeks and I think it'll do a lot better than the Alliance of Professional Football or whatever the hell that was uh, that they tried to pull off a couple springs ago. Right. Or, two, or was that, that last spring? That, that was, was last year. No, I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch the XFL. I watched the AAFL. Mm-hmm. It was boring the first week. Now they're going to expect big numbers the first week. It's the curiosity factor. Now look, I understand. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not going to have the same quality of players. But as long as there's no gimmicks involved, I'm okay with, with tweaking the rules. You know, mm-hmm. I like this. Uh, I like the idea of the one, two, and three-point plays after a, after a touchdown. You've got your option. Uh, I think that's what a, was the What was the three-point plays, by the way? I, the three, I didn't see that. The three-point play, I believe, if I understand correctly, you'll only be able to do it once. You'll you'll take the ball at the uh, fifteen, I think it is, and hmm. uh, and you get one shot at putting it in the end zone, but I believe you can only do it once per game. Or may, no, I'm, there's something else where you score, and this one no, this one you can only use once per game. You get the ball back on your own twenty or twenty five, okay. and you have you have a fourth and fifteen. In other words, you got to make 15 yards, and then you keep the ball. So somebody you're huh. down. Let's say you're down by three scores. You can theoretically be down by 18 points. You score six points. You do the three points. So that's and, just kind of like uh, what they were going to do with the onside uh, kick in the NFL. The NFL talked about having that option too. Right. Well, this this talked is talked about. Right. Well, I personally, I, look, I understand why they've watered down the the uh, the onside kick, but it, it 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 only succeeds now. I think the stat for this season was about ten percent, just a hair under ten percent of the time, uh, where where the kicking mm-hmm. team recovers. I'm sorry. Right. And where it was twenty percent, so it wasn't a gimme, but you had a realistic shot at it. Now, because there's no run up and you got to have the same amount of guys on each side of the ball, it, it and I understand they're doing it to, to 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 increase safety and and that's all fine and well. But fine, let's let's find something different then. You know, kickoffs are where all the big concussion stuff comes in. I understand. Mm-hmm. We we have to move off some of the kickoffs if we can get plays that make sense in the spirit of the game. Like this fourth and fifteen, I like the sound of that. I like the sound of that. I score now. I have an yeah, opportunity I, I, to keep the ball, but I got to make a fifteen-yard play. I got to, you know, they're calling it fourth and fifteen, but essentially all you got to do is get fifteen yards, you know, and mm-hmm. then you, then you get a first down. You keep the ball. I like that. Well, I like I, it in I, theory I too. So now, what I, I wonder and. And this isn't this isn't a hypothetical question. Uh, why are kickoffs so much more dangerous than say punt returns? Well, it's a kickoff. Yeah, all the kickoffs because everybody's got to run and start. They got a thirty yard 
Oh, this. Oh like, yeah, you can blow down. Yeah, yeah. Me, I, I me, me running into you from a two-yard start is a whole lot different mm-hmm. than me having a forty-yard to really build up a head of steam, burst of steam. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's where and, it comes. And from. I guess in a punt, in a punt return too, you have the opportunity to do a fair catch if you got some guy. Right. Uh, you see some guy coming right down your. Uh, exactly. You know, coming so. down the pike. Again, getting yeah, back I think to this, this. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, well, I was just going to say, getting back to the XFL, I think if they don't gimmick it up. And look, I understand Vince Vince McMahon is your hero. He's the god in your little world. I get that. Oh, hell no. Uh, but look, you want to do football? Let's do football. Let's play the game. You're going to have a mix of guys who are no longer in the NFL, some CFL guys college players that didn't quite make it if this works right eventually this becomes a developmental league for the nfl but you have to put a decent product on this oh yeah uh, you know it's sort of a mini farm system if you will uh that's what the world league was the world league of american football eventually the uh, the NFL, well it was it always was an nfl thing you mean the W laugh? The laugh, yes, the W laugh. <laughs> they 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 had some good players there. Any number of players made it uh, mm-hmm. into into the NFL. And if you have that kind of thing, if you have real coaches, and again, it's all about it's eliminating the gimmicks, tweaks on rules, innovative rules. It's okay to try something if it doesn't work fine, but I don't need sparklers shooting out of the referee's butt, you know. I don't need a cap. Kind of entertaining. Well, it's got its place. Don't <laughs> don't misunderstand me. I just don't think it's during uh, third and long. Uh, I don't. I don't need cameramen running on the field and getting right up in players' faces during a play. Mm. I don't need that, uh, which the original XFL tried. Uh, again, gimmicks. I don't need gimmicks. If I want to watch a football game, I'm going to watch a football game. Speaking, just, I don't know if they're going to do that this time around or not, but uh, you remember that the XFL, the actual football, was uh, the, that cool black and red, uh, black ball with red stripes, is if I remember. What did you think? What that Was that kind of cool looking? It was kind of like the ABA basketball type? Uh, well, the ABA basketball, which, you know, affectionately known as the beach ball. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm a proponent of the college football ball, which has the white stripe on it. So you can see uh-huh. the ball that is there for visibility. I don't think making a ball black during a night game is going to help matters at all. <laughs> make it a fluorescent green. Well, I don't able to see that bad one. You know what? Make the ball yellow. What's the, you know, make it white so you can see the ball for night games. I, I'm not opposed to that. <coughs> Excuse me. Charlie O'Finley, the uh, owner of the A's, who there wasn't a promotional stunt that guy ever said no to. But Yeah, you know that. But he wanted to use orange baseballs for night games. And it it made sense at its very base level. It's easier mm-hmm. to pick up at night. Uh, Fox. Fox got ridiculed at the time 
for using the glowing puck when they were doing NHL games. I thought it was a uh-huh. fantastic idea. Why? Because you can see the puck. Not only can you see the puck, okay, uh-huh. but even for experienced hockey watchers who've been watching hockey and playing hockey their whole life, they know where mm-hmm. to look. Sometimes you just can't find that puck on the TV screen. It's you mm-hmm. just can't. And let alone a little bit the, easier now in high definition TV, but still. But still, and at the time, you also had a lot of expansion going on. Brand new market, South Florida, uh, Southern California. Well, they had another team in Southern California, uh, uh, North Carolina, a lot of places that had never were relatively new to hockey. People hadn't grown up playing hockey. So to give them a slight edge to, to follow the puck, and it makes it easier to follow the action. That's where they lose a lot of new people watching watching hockey on TV, is that it is sometimes difficult to follow the action. Now, I've always said there's there's a if you've never been to a hockey game live, you're missing one of the greatest. The, a hockey game live in no way is not even the same thing on TV. Uh, it's the only. Yeah, uh, I, it's been a long time since I've been to a to a live game. I, I don't think I've been to a live game since childhood, to tell you the truth. Uh, I haven't been in quite some time, but. Uh, hey, but, you were real quick. You were mentioning a uh, uh, Charlie Finley and his propensity for uh, gimmicks. Yeah, uh, I don't know if I told you this story or not, but um, I I was going to be one of Charlie Finley's gimmicks. Really? At one point in time. Yeah, when I was, uh, God, I couldn't have been any more than four years old. I think three or four years old at the time. And I was supposed to go and to Municipal Stadium in Kansas City. Remember the A's were playing right, there? Right, the A's were playing there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. And uh, I was supposed to go out and sing the national anthem. No kidding. Yeah. I came down with the mumps, couldn't oh, be. Oh, oh. I think this is why I want to be a big time radio uh, announcer now because well, you're a big radio I didn't get announcer. My spot. Well, I'm a, lot, I'm a little smaller than I was when I first started doing this gig, but uh, that's another story for another time. But uh, no, I was supposed to sing the national anthem, and lo and wow. behold, oh, I I remember I bawled my eyes out. I was so ticked off about it. I had such a tantrum that I bit down and broke the thermometer. Oh my. I mean, oh, you poor thing! Yeah, I, I know, right? Oh, you poor and thing! My my life has been a shit show ever since. You know, <laughs> that that's the pivotal moment. What? Yeah, exactly. When when the time machine is invented, we all now we know where John Shannon's going. He's gonna go back to that fateful day in Kansas City and uh, punch whoever gave him the mumps. No, I'm just gonna go. Si- I'm just gonna go sing the anthem. You're gonna go sing the mumps or not? <laughs> I'm just gonna put a nice disinfectant. I have all that knowledge about hand sanitizer, you know, and lather that bad boy up, and uh, we'll be we'll be good to go. <laughs> that's that's a shame. I know you never told me that story. That's 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 very unfortunate. <sighs> Like I said, I don't remember if I was, I, I think I was like four years old. I wasn't in school yet. That much I do remember. I wasn't well, in school. That would have been just before they left Kansas City. Just before, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just before they left Kansas City, exactly. Because they left Kansas City, 
68 the Royals mm. came in in 69 so yeah so no 67 they stayed did it no I thought there was I don't know 67 or 68 might have been their last no I think it was 67 well anyways there you go now you know where I, where I am and why I am why I am the person I am let's uh let's put a cap on this what do you say <laughs> sounds like a plan oh sounds like a hell of an idea so from St. Paul Minnesota I'm John Shannon adios see ya <laughs> <laughs>